0: Greetings and salutations, my fellow DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operation directors, and all the other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Bill, and it's time for another DM Quick Tip. As I put together the list of the Game Master styles I'll be going over, I think it's important to point out exactly what I'm doing here. As I go over each Game Master style, I want to emphasize that these are nothing more than somewhat Detailed delves into each style. In no way should you, the game master or player who plans on being a game master, feel responsible or compelled to use each and every point I go over. Though I am DM Bill, and it would make me very happy if you did. I might even smile. No promises. I'm just trying to be as thorough as possible to put forward the nuances available, or more accurately, the tropes most often used by these game mastering styles. In doing so, I'm hoping to give you an understanding of just how involved a game master can get, and will get, into their scenario, based on their favorite style. So here we go again. As I've been reminiscing over the styles used by countless game masters over the years, in order to help keep their tables of players entertained and engaged, my thoughts turn to one of my favorites, at least the favorites to observe, the Performer. The Performer is a Game Master that's going to draw out the players through their characters by interactions with the NPCs, and for this style, it's all about the NPCs. We're going to have accents, dialects, quirks. These interactions aren't just so you can get information. These NPCs have backstories. They're going to have motives. They're going to have reasons why they will or will not divulge information to your characters. Your performer, Dungeon Master, is going to want their NPCs to engage the player characters. It's quite easy for the NPCs to have all the answers. It's a little more difficult to interact with the player characters and sound like they have the answers, even if they don't. For instance, you go to the constable and ask him for Josiah the Cobbler, finest riding bootmaker in the area. Josiah is a contact your group needs to move forward with the adventure. If it's a large town or a city... The constable may not know who this cobbler is, but they think they might know where you should start your search. Josiah? Josiah the Cobbler? I don't know any Josiah, but I'm pretty darn sure there's a cobbler on 4th Street. And uh, be ready to pay a fee for your uh, steeds there if you're planning to spend some time in the city. The mayor in his infinite wisdom just started collecting taxes on any steeds stabled in the city. People are a bit pissed off because they got to come into the city and stay to do business. And uh, the taxes on goods and services are darn high as is. All right, be on your way here. A lot has held me up long enough. After a small period of time, searching, the party is going to find that there is no cobbler on 4th Street. Eventually, getting frustrated, someone in the party is going to ask a passerby on the street.
1: The only one around here is on 5th Street. But the bazaar on Shadow Lane is the place to be today. The hot bubbly pies are the best anyone around here has had in a lifetime. I don't know how they do it, but you must stop by and try one. Your healer looks like she's going to fall over from starvation. Why hasn't one of you strapping gents provided for her? She heals you, doesn't she?
0: She should be taking care of her, or would you prefer to be dead? The woman turns and walks away, still berating the guys for being selfish blockheads, when the group gets to 5th Street. The cobbler shop is proudly displayed and can be seen from a great distance. Now standing in front of the shop, you all gaze back and forth, looking from one another, quite puzzled. The sign says, Millisand and Daughter, Cobblers of Fashion. This is not the cobbler you're looking for. Getting information from this style of game master is kind of like a scavenger hunt. You go to point A find a clue after talking to the constable who sends you to point B. The old woman redirects the search with a clue to point C. Millisand steps out of the shop trying to upgrade your footwear, but tells you Josiah has moved to the other side of town. Finally getting to point D, Josiah's shop, where they tell you that he's retired. He's not there, but they know the whereabouts of his cabin. Get used to this. You're going to do this a lot. Even the monsters seem to have quite a bit to say. With the performer at the helm, be prepared to have the goblin captain refuse to let you cross the rope bridge. And will then go on to a monologue about he is fed up with how his people have been treated.
1: Why right, this is it. That, that any dipstick with a sword or a couple spells can come out here and just think they can beat up on us innocent goblins. We're here just trying to go about our day. A bit of fishing, out on a hunt and such. But now, look, my fellow adventurers. Says your lot, there's a goblin. He must be doing something evil. Let's just kill him because that's what a bunch of stupid adventurers do. My cousin, Thrump, he was cut down by a meathead human barbarian while he was trying to take a dump. She had no right to do that. Can one of you tell me what in the name of your ridiculous gods is so evil about taking a jump?
0: Be ready for a couple of verbal battles as opposed to normal combat. Your performer is going to put forward several challenges to your morality. As the encounters unfold and the party interacts with the NPCs, instead of normal combat, be ready for a series of verbal exchanges. As the combat ensues... Insults are going to be hurled. Challenges are going to be issued. And as you swing your swords or hurl your spells. The scenario is the performer's script. And the gaming table is the performer's stage. Be ready for a show. Enjoy the antics. And by all means, participate. I promise if you do, fun will be had by all. And that's why this old man enjoys the performer. See you next time in the dojo.